Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. For anyone who loves renovation, wants to save money, and to learn the best tips and tricks of the industry. And now, your host, three times award winner of leading renovation website, House, and over 15 years in the industry, renovating just over 200 properties, James Woodham. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 29 of the Property Renovation Podcast. Um, today, I just want to talk to you about um, how long it should take to do a bathroom renovation. So many tradesmen just say that it takes a week, two weeks, three weeks, and the homeowner uh, thinks that it would take a couple of weeks. Um, and sometimes that could be right uh, as a good estimation of time but they could be underestimating how long it takes. And then you find yourself in a situation where you are halfway through your project and it's taking longer than it should be or longer than you expected it to be and you start to get upset and agitated um, and then the tradesman starts disliking uh, and not enjoying the job because of that. So it can end up you know, being a bit of an awkward situation. So um, I just wanna to talk to you about how what, what, what things you need to be considering um, to make your estimation of time uh, more realistic. And um, I've just got a list of uh, things to just go through so that I can let you know. Um, if you are viewing this in our group, um, hello to you guys. Um, there's uh, been a few more additions to, to the Facebook group um, over the past couple of days. So thank you very much. And I hope you enjoy this content that's going out uh, live on this video. Um, if you want to join the Facebook group, you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the property renovation podcast. And yeah, episode 29. Here we go. So the things to consider is um, how accessible um, are you to make on the spot decisions? You probably have a very good idea about how your bathroom is going to be. And um, you, you, you think, right, you can just leave them to it. But there are going to be decisions that the tradesman's going to call you about and you need to make on-the-spot decisions as to whether to go ahead. This could mean that there are extra works to be considered, maybe things that um, weren't accounted for at the beginning, um, or maybe you've changed your mind or something doesn't quite go the way you wanted it to be. So then the tradesman going to call you and you just need to make a decision right then and there. Now, you could be in meetings, you might miss the phone call. Um, so it, those add-ons are going to just be delayed, delayed, delayed. So you need to be able to um, let your tradesmen know when you're going to be able to make decisions. Probably the best time to do this is to meet them first thing in the morning before you go to work so that you can just go through uh, what the plan of action is for that day and let them know the decisions um, on what you're going to be. And maybe just say to them, if it doesn't work in this position, maybe you can, you can do it in this position. So give them an alternative option to get on with as well. Um, another thing to consider is how many tradesmen are you going to have? Is this a one-man band, someone that's going to come in and going to do the plumbing, the electrics, the bathroom fitting, the tiling? Or is it going to be a team of guys? And then you've got to think about the size of your room. How many tradesmen at one time can be working in there realistically, health, you know, in, in safety as well, uh, with health and safety in mind? Um, the position of your bathroom, you need to consider that. You know, is it the back of your house? Is it three floors up? Do you live in uh, a block of flats where it's like on the 20th floor? All of these things do need to be considered because they do take time. Removing all of that rubbish from the 20th floor is not going to be easy. Um, 
Then things like the lead times for your suppliers, your tiles, um, your bathroom wear. Is this something that's going to be coming um, within the same week or is it going to be a two week lead time? Do you need to order it well beforehand? These kind of things. Or can you just go to the shop and get them off the shelf the next day? Um, stock levels for tiles. Many people buy tiles on the internet these days and um, the website might be telling you something completely different to when you give them a call and double check that those tiles are in stock and not necessarily they are always in stock. They could be a different batching colour with a really, diff a really minute difference between them but when you put them on the wall they're really going to stand out. So you need to consider that as well. Access times. Are you limited where you live to when uh, people can access the property uh, and people can work up to time? Maybe they can only work till one o'clock on a Saturday. Um, so you need to consider things like that. And then things like damp issues. Um, maybe you're doing your bathroom because you've already got a problem with damp or there's been a leak in the past and stuff like that. You're going to need to consider things like drying times and putting a dehumidifier in there for about a week to dry the whole place out. Um, maybe you've got no ventilation, no windows in your bathroom, so it's going to take a bit longer. So you need to think about that as well. Okay, so then we go into removing of things, removing of the tiles. Um, the plasterboard, that's going to need replacing maybe, because if you've got tiles on, on plasterboard, I know from experience the tiles, the plasterboard comes with it. So um, you need to be able to allow some time for some new substrates to be put on the wall and replace it. Not Don't put plasterboard, don't put moisture proof board um, around a bath. This is just additional. You need to be thinking about having a properly waterproof tiled uh, tile substrate um, and something like aqua panel um, or weddy board is something good for that. Um, how many layers of tiles are there? What, from what you can see, there's probably just one layer of tiles. From my experience in the past, I've taken off a whole layer of tiles and then there's another layer of tiles on top. Yes, people do do that. They tile on top of tiles. Um, so you need to be considering that. And then the type of tiles that's going to be removed. To you, this might seem simple. Um, if you've got a large format tile that is on the wall, um, that's going to come off hopefully in one go. Um, but if you've got mosaic tiles on the wall or you've got some glazed ceramic tiles on the wall um, they come off in small tiny bits and it can take forever especially um, if the right application wasn't put on as for the adhesive behind the tiles um, so you do need to think that that's going to take a lot longer than um, just taking off one big tile um, then you've got to think about the configurations so are you changing the layout of your bathroom and at that at this moment, your idea is it is it going to be possible? You might have to rip out the whole bathroom and then pause a minute and um, you know discuss what your options are. So that's going to take some time. Um, about the drainage, maybe you're swapping your bath for um, a wet room shower tray, which is like um, a completely level floor. Um, if you've got a concrete floor, then Part of that, if, if you can, you can channel out, the dig out some of the concrete. But that again, that's going to take some time. Um, are you, at the moment, does your bathroom have all of the exposed piping? Uh, I know that in some old apartments that, that, that is the case, um, especially in some estates and stuff like that. So you, you need to think, well, if you're going to be sinking all of these 
um, pipes and hiding them away, you're going to have to chase out the wall, um, unless they are partition walls. Um, so you need to just think about how much time that's going to take. Um, is the floor level? At the moment, it might not be. So then you're going to have to do a whole load of um, preparation on the floor to level it out. Um, and that might need uh, looking at the timber joists and adjusting them or adding some timber to that. Um, maybe you need to do uh, lay a couple of layers of plywood. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, you need to just f consider how much time that might take. Sometimes it can take one to two days. Sometimes it could take a little bit longer. Um, and then with the substrates for the walls and stuff like that, you need to be thinking, are you going to be having some additional storage? Maybe you're going to be having some alcoves in your walls so that you can put some of your shampoos and um, uh, shower gels and stuff like that. So you need to think, well, that's going to take some time. Um, it takes a good uh, hour to make an alcove and you know depending on how many you're going to have that could take uh, almost half a day um dropping the ceiling uh, maybe you've got like a pendant light at the moment in your bathroom and you're thinking because of the height uh, you might want to um just uh put some uh spotlights in the in the ceiling but it might not be possible uh, you might have a concrete ceiling so you might want to drop the ceiling a little bit so that you've got some room to do that and that takes some time uh, to do a small ceiling of um, three or four square meters uh, takes a full day to do that um, and then you've got to uh, to allow for plastering on top of that which I'm coming to now so plastering you've got two options you've got the skimming and then you've got the bonding as well um, the bonding is what goes first and um, depending on with, uh, whether you've got drywalls or solid walls so drywalls you can just apply a skim of plaster and um, depending if uh, you, you know you're living, maybe you've you, you've got uh, you're living on a few floors and you've got some heat from below. Um, maybe you've got some ventilation with some windows and stuff like that. Um, it can take two to three days to to dry out fully for plaster. Um, but if you've got a solid wall that you've applied some bonding on and then you've applied a coat of um, finished plaster on, then that's going to take uh, a week to ten days to dry. Um, you can speed up the process by putting a dehumidifier in there, but you don't really want to dry it out too quick because then you can start some cracking and, and um, you don't want to get into that situation. So um, it can take up to a, a week to 10 days for, um, for that. Um, and then once that's dry, uh, if you're doing a bathroom installation properly, you might want to consider tanking the walls. Um, now... Now, tanking the walls, it, this is um, where you are applying a liquid onto the wall um, and it is waterproof. So you would do this application um, if you just want to be extra um, precaution about, um, you know, long lasting uh, for, for your bathroom. And you might want to be thinking about doing this uh, definitely for a wet room installation. So you would apply this tanking and it goes with some strips um, in the corners uh, and the joints and then you put the liquid on top that takes about 24 hours uh, 36 hours to dry fully um, so uh, you know that's almost you know, that's another day there as well um, then you've got to think about some t the tiling so with the tiling you need to be thinking about what type of material is it porcelain ceramic glass stone um, and they all take different times and then you've got to think about the size and one of the most um, 
um, tedious jobs just tiling in mosaic because it takes forever. Um, most of it is, you know, to do with cutting down the side and you've got to cut each individual piece of tile. And then you've got to think about the grouting of that because you're grouting every single line in a gap in between those tiles. Um, if you're putting a larger format tile on the wall, then that's going to take a lot faster to do. Um, then you've got to think about underfloor heating. Are you going to be having an electric-based underfloor heating or a water-based underfloor heating? Um, in my opinion, electric-based uh, takes uh, is a lot faster than water-based, and you don't have to consider as much or do much as much preparation. Um, but then you've got also for both of those, you need to consider the distance from the source. So if you've got an electric underfloor heating you're putting in, it needs to be. Uh, powered directly from the consumer unit and if the consumer unit is on the other side of the house you're going to have to chase all of the walls um, with a new feed um, to the consumer unit and then you've got all the decorating uh, to go on after that so that's going to take some time and with the water based as well um, this needs to come directly from the source um, and it has to be connected to a manifold so there's a lot of considerations to be made there as well soundproofing is another one this is something that takes time. You need to do it right. Um, and you want to be soundproofing the walls or, and, and the floor. So um, that can take another day, a day and a half, two days. Um, and then you've got insulation. So with the insulation of the floor and you've got underfloor heating, you want to be applying the, the correct amount of um, insulation on the floor. Then you've got self-leveling on top of that, um, which takes another day to dry um, maybe it can be dried in three hours. There are a rapid set self-leveling out there as well. So you could consider that. Um, if you've got any painting to do after all of this, um, that's going to take some time. You've got to mask everything up. Um, and then you've, you've got to paint. Maybe you've got to do, uh, especially if you've, you've plastered your walls, um, that's going to take one mist coat or two mist coats and then you've got a two, two final coats on top of that. So, you know, that's going to take another day or two as well. Um, then you've got to fit all of the bathroom wear and um, let's just say, you know, depending whether you're going to be having the standard bath, um, bath taps um, and uh, these are all fitting on. So they're all surface mounted. Um, that's going to be going straight forward and maybe you could achieve that in, in, in two days. But if you've got all of the fittings that are going on behind the walls and their wall mounted taps, um, then it might, it's going to take another day or two longer than that. Um, except the accessories, this is like your toilet roll holder and your, um, your towel roll hold, uh, your towel ring and stuff like that. You need to be thinking of all of these things, um, coat hooks and stuff like that. If they're going on to tiles, um, and you've got porcelain tiles drilling, just one porcelain hole, um, drilling just one hole in a porcelain tile takes um, a good 10-15 minutes to go through um, so you need to be thinking of how many holes that you have to do to put all of the accessories on the wall and um, to do it right and, and not to rush it it does take you know a good couple of hours to do that um, and then you've got all the snagging process hopefully there's not a lot of snagging to be considered at the end of your project but um, you do need to be thinking about, um, you know, having a clear list of everything and um, to speed things up. It's better to just go through um, uh, the whole list on site with the builder. 
And then you've got professional clean. It's best to get some professional cleaners in there to do this job. Um, they can do it in about two or three hours and they can clean absolutely everything up. The last thing that you need to consider is the silicon application. This is where you put a tube of silicon all in the joints around the basin, around the bath, around the shower. Um, and you want to, to have this really, really professionally done and really, really clean lines because uh, once it's done, it does stand, stand out like a sore thumb. It's not done right. Um, and not everyone can do it as a professional job. So it's better to just, you can go online these days and look for a, silica, a silicon applicator um, and they do it as a professional job and they come out. Costs around about £100 to do for a bathroom, but it's well worth it. So um, that can take, again, uh, a couple of hours to do that. So listen, I, have ho I hope you've enjoyed um, that episode and I hope that it's really cleared up maybe a few areas of where you think things might not take, you, you thought that things might not have taken uh, as, as long as they should, but they do. So um, uh, yeah, thank you very much and see you on the next episode. Just before you go, we wanted to let you know that the Akiva Toolkit has now launched. What's that, you might say? Well, it's 10 documents that you can go and download for a very small fee, and then it will enable you to bring your project in on time and on budget. We've put these together to make sure it's as simple as it can be, and in return, you will feel supercharged, super confident in managing your project, your self-build, your renovation, anything yourself. They've all been put together by people that have been in the industry for many, many years. And as soon as you download it, you're then in the basket for any updates, any new documents that are issued throughout the time. We will be reviewing it over time and time to get it better and better and better. We would only be able to do that by hearing from yourself. So please leave us any feedback. If you think it's for you or you think this could benefit someone else, that you might know, then please share it. You can go to akivatoolkit.com to find out more information. Thank you very much.